On September 6, 2020, I had a dream that a man gave a book to his people, and by that book, his people were saved. I knew that book was the Word of God. We are saved by the Word of God. We are saved continually by the Word of God. Through our entire life, God brings us a word, the word, concerning the matter at hand. We are comforted, we are led, we are guided, we are instructed by that word brought to us by God. We are fed by that word. That word from God is the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper has absolutely nothing to do with crackers and grape juice distributed by man, set up by man, given to the church. The Lord's Supper is the word that comes down from God to us to lead us, to guide us, to feed us. And the way we handle that word determines basically our life. For many misuse the word when they read it. They misuse it. And in 1 Corinthians 11, we are told because they eat and drink unworthily, many are weak and sickly in the churches and many die, fall asleep. The way we partake of the word given to us by God determines what happens to us. We'll look at some scriptures concerning the word being the Lord's Supper. God has shown me that by crackers and grape juice, it profits you nothing to eat it. You are not made better by eating it. You are not made worse by not eating crackers and grape juice. It has no power at all. It was simply set up by men, by their own ideas, and copied by other men and spread to all the churches. But the word of God is the Lord's Supper. That word given by God is the Lord's Supper. There is great power from that word given by God and the church is built by that word given by God. One of the early scriptures God illuminated to me was Matthew 16. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I the son of man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, For flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. No man taught this to Peter, 
But God revealed this to Peter, just as God reveals the word to us today. Verse 18, And Jesus said, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, this rock of the word that is revealed to the individual by God, will I build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The word given by God is the Lord's Supper. In John chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus said, For the bread of God is he, the word, which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Jesus said, Whosoever eateth my flesh, which is the word, and drinketh my blood, which is the word, hath eternal life. And I, the word, will raise him up at the last day. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, by the word, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, the word, was life, and the life was the light of men. And at some point in time, Jesus was made into the likeness of men, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And then he died he was crucified and raised and taken into heaven. And today he sits in heaven, the Word, as the Word, interceding for us, the elect of God, those chosen by God for salvation. And God, by his Spirit, reveals the Word to us today so that we know what to do as we walk in this present life. That is the Lord's Supper. We are fed by God, by the word that comes to us from heaven through the Holy Spirit who lives in us as believers. For all believers have the Holy Spirit living in them. Know you not your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who lives in you? 1 Corinthians 3, 1 Corinthians 6 both tell us that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who lives in us. We are not our own, but we are of God. We are the church. There was a time I went to a luncheon uh, sponsored by Texas Tech University. It was across the street from First Methodist Church building. A woman at our table said, that is my church, and pointed out the window. I said, we are the church. She was very offended. She said, I'm not a church. Did you hear her? She said, we are the church. Nobody spoke. That woman might not be the church, but I'm the church. And if you 
have the Holy Spirit in you, you're the church. And we, the church, are fed by God continually by the Word. The Word is the Lord's Supper. Has nothing at all to do with crackers and grape juice. That is set up by man is totally futile. It is that word that comes down to us from God that is everything to us. That is the Lord's Supper. Psalm 23, 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does that mean? When you read that, what do you think of? Every time I see the word, the Lord, immediately I think of the word. It is the word who is our shepherd and guides us, showing us what to do as we live on this earth. We eat and drink the word of God, conforming our lives to that word, overcoming our own flesh by the word keeping our flesh crucified by Christ the word choosing to go in the way of the word it's everything to us John chapter 6 has so much to do with this subject of the word the bread of God being the word starting at verse 32. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. I, the Word, who was with God from the beginning, am that bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. No man can come to me, says Jesus, except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I, the Word, will raise him up at the last day. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we read that we will all appear at the judgment seat of Christ, at which time we will receive for that which we have done in our body here on this earth, whether it be good or bad. We will be judged by the word. You will not be judged by your church doctrine. You will be judged by the word, what you have done on this earth according to that word which has been given to you by God, the Holy Bible. It is written in the prophets, says Jesus, and they shall all be taught of God. That really means by God. Every man, therefore, that hath heard and hath learned from the Father cometh unto me. God teaches us directly, each one of us. He may not give it to you where you understand it in English, but he may use someone 
one of his servants to speak the word to you, and then you know, because you've already been taught that word by God. So you recognize that person who's speaking that word, and you recognize that word as being from God. A great many years ago, I had a dream that we were at war. But the problem was, everyone wore the same kind of uniform. So we couldn't tell which were the enemy. So God gave us a password. And when we spoke that password, the other person who was of God recognized us as being of God. And that's exactly what happens today. We know those who are of God because they have the same word we have. There's only one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one word. Some people carry another Jesus into the churches, another doctrine. They speak another Jesus opposite from the Jesus of the Bible opposite from the word of the Bible. But we who are of God recognize when they are speaking another gospel, another doctrine, another Jesus. Those are the Antichrists. Jesus says in John chapter 6, verse 48, I, the word, am that bread of life. Verse 50, this, the word, is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I, the word, am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, the word, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Verse 53, then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man, and that is the word, and drink his blood, the word, you have no life in you. You can spend the rest of your life not eating crackers and not drinking grape juice at church, and it won't make one bit of difference in your life. Eating and drinking the Word of God makes all the difference in your life. The Word of God is the Lord's Supper. Don't let them fool you by the traditions set up in the churches, for that is not correct. Crackers and grape juice have no power. The Word of God has all the power. As a small child, we would visit the city where my aunt lived. She was Church of Christ. I would go to church with my aunt. They would pass the tray with crackers, and they had explained to me, apparently, that I could not have this cracker. But my aunt took a little piece of the cracker, and she very solemnly ate it. And I watched her as a little child. Then they brought this tray with purple liquid in these little tiny glasses and she would take the purple liquid and drink it and I watched her. Later I was baptized in Church of Christ and I always dreaded it when they came down the aisle with the crackers and grape juice. 
I had heard the doctrine from 1 Corinthians 11 that you must examine yourself to see if you're worthy to partake of this cracker and grape juice. Well, I didn't know how to examine myself. I didn't know if I was worthy. So I dreaded taking it, but I did take it, though I didn't know. Years later, God showed me that passage in 1 Corinthians 11 where it says examine yourself. Paul is saying examine yourself by the word of God. And so eat the word of God, examining yourself by the word of God. Then I understood. That crackers and grape juice they were bringing down the aisle there at that Church of Christ, that was just fleshly nonsense. It has nothing to do with the scriptures or power of God. We have power of God by eating and drinking the word of God properly. And if we drink it improperly, we bring damnation to ourselves. So it's as reading the Bible, as hearing the word of God, as what you do with the word of God, after you hear it, that is important. Looking at it this way, let's reread John 6, starting at verse uh, 51. Jesus says, I am the living bread. The word is the living bread, which came down from heaven. If any man eat this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. And that is eating and drinking the word of God. That's where life is. It's in the word. Jesus said, Whosoever eateth and drinketh my flesh and my blood hath eternal life. That's the word. And I, the word, will raise him up in the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, the word, and I, the word, in him. I, the word, dwell in him when he eats me, the word. Verse 63, the spirit quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The Lord's Supper is that word spoken to us by God. Now, 1 Corinthians 11. Paul speaks of the Lord's Supper and he gives us a hint here that it is the New Testament. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. Paul says, speaking of Jesus, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. 
This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Jesus is saying, My flesh is the New Testament. My blood is the New Testament given for you that the New Testament church would be raised up upon my crucifixion and resurrection. Ephesians chapter 4, after Jesus was raised from the dead, he gave gifts to the church. He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, that we might all come together in the unity of the faith. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers were gifts to the church by Jesus, to the New Testament church. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 8 and then 11 and 12 tell that. Back to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 27. Whosoever shall eat this bread, the word, and drink the cup of the Lord, the word, unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread, and drink of that cup, examining himself. You can't examine yourself by crackers and grape juice. You examine yourself when you read the Bible. You examine yourself when you hear a word brought from God by the Spirit of God to your mind. You examine yourself by the Word of God. Verse 29, For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves... We should not be judged. How do you judge yourself by crackers and grape juice? You can't. It has no power. It has no substance. You judge yourself by the word of God. Each of us judge ourselves by the word of God. Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We read the word of God. We read the New Testament Bible, we have the opportunity to be transformed from the way of the world to another way, which is the way of God. I don't know how you follow God unless you understand the Lord is the Word. When you read a scripture like The Lord is my shepherd. What you're really reading is, The word of God is my shepherd. Therefore I shall not want. He leadeth me. He leadeth me. The word leads me. Therefore we see Jesus not as the form of a human being, but as the word. If you see Jesus today as the form of a human being, you're living in some type of vague vision. It is 
the Word of God, who is Jesus. And Jesus is the Word of God, and you must transform it that way. The Lord, who is the Word, is my shepherd and leads me. Therefore, the Lord's Supper is the Word of God, given to us to lead us, to guide us, to comfort us, and to save us. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.